Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Oh yeah, we are flying on a Thursday morning. Great to have you with us. The one on the show, Alan Jerry, until Boomer and Geo, 6 o'clock as we kind of set the tone for the station. We sure do, Jerry. We, <laughs> we are tone setters over here. Tone setters. I did see our uh, friend of the show, uh, Diana Rossini. What's she do? She has a new report that says uh, Saquon Barkley is pondering a week one holdout. Mm-hmm. Okay. By the way. We talk about the devaluing the running back position in the NFL. Yep. Why are wide receivers so special? I don't know. Right? Because like, they're, I believe that position is loaded with talent. I really do believe that. As far as... Uh, There's that, a lot of great receivers. Right. A lot of great no-name receivers that yes. when they get in a system with uh, Aaron Rodgers or whatever, is great. It's got it. The partnership between the quarterback and the receiver has to work. You have to have a good tight end. Usually, if you do, that opens up the field. You have a good running. It all works in tandem. And I do believe, yes, there are a couple that are better than most. I'm not going to say that. But there are a lot of really talented kids out there that can catch the ball. Yeah, so it's weird that they that they still get a a yeah a, dec- a more than decent salary. Not to mention the fact they all have big drops in big spots. Right. It's not like... They're guaranteed to make every great catch. They don't. Yeah. For as great as Odell Beckham Jr.'s catch was and his production at one point was, think about the amount of bad drops he's had. It happens to all of them. Yeah, in key spots. And it's not yes. like you're getting a lot of balls thrown to a game, so a drop is going to be a problem. Yeah, I'm with you. I do understand, like, listen, we've seen teams, if you don't have a quarterback, you're screwed. Yeah. But – there are so many guys, like you said, we, we already said, okay, well, we have plenty of running backs. There are plenty of wide receivers. I can make every case the highest paid player on an NFL football team should be on the offensive line. Right, like if you get an outstanding offensive line. You can't play without those five guys up front. Like, you're, you will lose every game. If you have a bad offensive line, you've got no – I don't give you if Patrick Mahomes, Bart Starr, or whoever. You're not winning. I mean – there's a reason why the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl when the Patriots were unbeaten. That's because the Giants wrecked the offensive line of the Patriots and they harassed the almighty Brady. It's it's like, it's so simple to me. And those years when Barkley wasn't good or wasn't great. What you know, was the problem? Offensive uh, line, right? I forgot. That's Dude right, getting stuffed line. at the line every time. Yeah. I'm, why did you field calls about Eli Manning? Offensive line. Mm-hmm. To me, and I understand how important the quarterback position is. I, I get it. But if I don't have an offensive line protecting him and giving him the time to quickly survey the field and make the right call, he sucks. 
I guess that's what's weird when you look back uh, in the NFL in the 80s and 90s and 2000s. The guys like uh, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, Emmitt Smith. Mm-hmm. Well, I know Emmitt Smith had a great offensive line. Had a great line. offensive line. But I don't know, like, when the Lions were terrible and the Bears were not good with Walter Payton and Barry Sanders, did they have great offensive lines? Or uh, Barry they... Sanders didn't. Barry Sanders was probably the best running back I'd ever seen because he made so much out of nothing. Um, Barry Sanders was, you know, you would, I would bet, I would venture to, to guess if I went back and looked at game logs more times than not, you would see, you know, Sanders for a yard, Sanders for a yard, Sanders minus two yards, Sanders for 77 yards, Sanders for 35 yards, minus one, minus four, plus one, 53, you know, and whereas Emmett Smith was, and I watched a lot of those games, not all of them, but a lot of them would just four yards a carry. Five here, eight here. He gets six because the push up front was ridiculous, and he was strong and he was powerful and he found the holes. I'm not, you know, I'm not taking anything away from him. Different running back, different system. Imagine Barry Sanders behind the Cowboys offensive line would have crushed it. Yeah, we got to start making package deals for this is how running backs can maybe get more money. They package themselves up with a great offensive line, <laughs> and then they go into the Giants' uh, office and go. Hi, I'm Saquon Barkley. This is my friend. I don't know. Name a good offensive lineman. This is the problem. Andrew we don't Thomas. Know no, I, that's not going to work that way because yeah. they're all individual companies, yeah, as we stinks. now know. We need them. We need them go in as a package deal and yeah, say that's not quite going to work. Not only will Saquon hold out Week One, but so will these three offensive linemen. Well, what does the quarterback do then? Remember back in the day, Dan Marino gave his guys isotoners. Isotoner gloves, yeah. That was a nice <laughs> gift back then. They get gifts from the quarterback because without them, the quarterback is no good. Right. Boomer gave his guys trucks one year. I think. I'm sure he did. I'm sure Dang. he did. That's how important that position is. We're it's... like the offensive line of WFAN. We're up front, 5 a.m. And we get paid like the offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> no, We don't have any jersey sales, Jerry. No one wants our jerseys. <laughs> right, we're anonymous. Damn it. Yeah. Well, you know, the good thing for offensive linemen is in this day and age of social media and accessibility and all the highlights in YouTube, you know more offensive linemen now than you ever did. So that's a good thing, especially with the NFL. They wear helmets, you know. It's not like baseball and basketball where you're seeing their faces. Now, though, I mean, like offensive linemen can become stars in some cases. I feel like the Dallas Cowboys, the Emmett Smith offensive line, that was the first offensive sure. line as a unit that people are like, well, with Nate Newton and Mark Tuane, yeah. just to name a couple of them. Like they were, yes, they were. Larry Allen, remember him? Yeah, Larry Allen. He came out of nowhere. He was a guard, and they made him a tackle. I mean, yes, the offensive line for the Cowboys, they 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 definitely made them stars. I, the I would agree. Only ones I can think of where where you go when you think like, oh, who had great offensive line? Mark Stepnowski, remember him? He was the center. Yes, I do remember that too. Tr- Troy Aikman got to feel his butt. Uh, all the time. But. All the time. And then you add in a great fullback that can block as well. That, like, what's his name? Did Daryl Johnston. And all of a sudden, you really have got six guys that are leading the charge for your offense. And maybe a good tight end block. Jay Novacek oh, back in the day. Doug Cosby when I was a kid. Right. He was my fa- he was one of my favorites growing up. Right before Doug Cosby was uh, Billy Joe Dupree. Billy Joe Dupree. Dupree. That's yes, that's right. And who was the uh the tight end that dropped the ball against the Steelers in the Super Bowl? Jackie Smith? Yeah, Jackie Smith. Man, that ball was right in his head. Hit hands. him right in the chest. Roger Staubach was pissed. Yeah. And yet, if Staubach probably missed him wide open, he'd probably be throwing his arms up in the yeah. air. 
How about this? Catch a Super Bowl touchdown, you jerk. You had me right here. <laughs> I remember as a kid watching that because I didn't see that game live. Yeah. Clearly, that was I was way too young. I remember watching the NFL films when I was really getting into football. And at that point, 9, 10, 11, whatever, I was really into the Cowboys. And watching all those videos, I remember crying, <laughs> thinking about what could have been. We could have beat the Steelers. <laughs> oh, my whole childhood would have been different. It would have been different. If Jackie Smith would have caught that ball. You think about like how as good as they were, how close they were to maybe winning that Super Bowl, to possibly beating the 49ers in that championship game and Danny White getting to a Super Bowl. And instead, those two in particular, nope. Yeah. No sports gods those days for no, Cowboy fans, but no, there were for the Niners and the Steelers. Sports gods were Niners. You believe in that crap like and, Sal does. And Steelers fans. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I just started uh, following on Twitter this morning Dan Orlovsky, the uh, analyst, yes. uh, former quarterback. Oh, is about his uh, bathing habits Yeah, in because the he seems to be tweeting some fun things. He did this last year, too. Yeah, so I guess last year he tweeted about uh, using the same towel when he got out of the shower yeah. for about 30 times before washing it. Right. And uh, Which is perfect. You wear your jeans 30 times before washing yeah. them. Yeah. I use my towel... At least a week without washing it. Yeah, maybe You're by yourself. Weeks. It's you. Maybe two weeks. Two and weeks. I have a, I have a two towels. I have a below the belt towel and above the belt towel. Got it. So I'm never drying my head or my face with my scrotum towel. <laughs> so I feel like I could use it more often. Do now, you? Would it bother you? Yeah. If I started selling scrotum towels. Uh, no. <laughs> Can I put your name on it? You want to put that in the Jerry Recco merchandise store? I think I do. Scrotum towels. Yeah. Well, we'll put, we'll label it. What size would you make it? The size of well, like. it's got to be a body towel. Yeah, it's got to be a body Because you got to be able towel. to wrap it, wrap it around right. your rear end and your scrotum. Correct. And then, and then tie and then, it to your stomach. Yep, and then uh, pat yourself and <laughs> dry yourself off. And then you make sure. And you know how I know which towels are scrotum towels? One smells. <laughs> No, <laughs> I cut the tag of the scrotum okay. towel. You don't want that in your face. No, ever. <laughs> Even if it gets freshly washed, I know that that towel is not for your face. <laughs> so note to anyone, this will never happen, that ever stays at Al's place. Yeah. Do not use the towel that's got the tag cut. Correct. <laughs> you know, my wife washes towels after one use. That's what Gina does. She does not. That's it. She goes, she feels like it will not dry properly. You'll get mold. She, nope. You use a towel, put it in the washing machine. I'm like, but you're washing clothes nonstop. She's like, I don't care. I'd rather it clean and fresh than sit there. I'm like, okay. That seems like a lot of wear and tear in your agree. washing machine. Uh, it is. Uh, our, our, our washing machine, does. I feel like it's a continuous cycle. It, it works 24-7. Oh, my God. It doesn't yeah. stop. Well, his latest one was about, uh, he was asking, what's the acceptable amount of days to go without showering in the summer if you go in the pool. Yeah. Now, as a kid, I don't think he's that off on this. Yeah. People thought he was like the most disgusting human being. 
So you shower, you skip a day. It's not going to kill you if you went in the pool. It's whatever. He thought two to three days. Oh, I thought he just wrote two days. Oh, that he followed it up on the after his wife made him delete the tweet. He just tweeted two, two days. Mm, yeah, two to three. You're getting a little gross. Yeah, as a kid, like when I was 13, 14, and I was uh, playing outdoors all day, sweating, and I went in the pool. You felt you felt fresh. Fresh and, by the way, chlorine, probably just as powerful, if not Might more be. so, than soap. Very well could be. Right? Yep. Very well could right, be. Right, everyone acts like everything's so disgusting. Now, if you go to a water park yeah. and you're in the urine pool, you better go home and shower. Right. That's not the same thing. But your own pool? Come on. That is, one day is not going to kill anybody. There are people that don't even shower every day, even without going in the pool. Right. So for people to sit there and bury him for this, stop. Come on. You have a pool, correct? Yeah, I was in it yesterday. How's it uh, going this summer? Has there been more pool days than not, or have you feel like you're you should be so, using it more often? I ran into a situation where we had, I would guess, mustard algae, which I'd never heard of before, where the pool was clear, but not. It wasn't crystal clear. Something was up. It looked okay. Mustard algae. Yeah. And I was getting no reading with chlorine, like, and the uh, I was throwing in chlorine like crazy, and I couldn't get a reading. So I googled it. Turns out I had mustard algae, and there's only the best way to basically clear it up was to empty the pool. Oh. So I drained the pool, scrubbed the liner down, and refilled it. And now the pool is crystal clear, and has been for a couple weeks now. You had to drain that pool. I did. And go in there with the. I did, and I went in and scrubbed it. I got photos if you'd like to see it. Disgusting. I would like to see it. Yeah. You drain that out to the... Uh, right into the sewer. Uh, right, what do you have, like a long pipe? A really long or a hose? Average, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, Jerry. Um, two hoses. hoses. Two hoses. Two hoses. Actually, yeah, it was two hoses connected together to get it out to the uh, sewer. How do you start the suction on that? Do you have to suck on the thing? Legitimate question. You know how people steal gasoline? And they put a siphon in your Is tank. Is he serious? I am right serious. Now? How do you get the water to, to drain twelve thousand gallons of water? You want me to suck water through a hose? Are you out of your mind? Just to get it started, just to get the suction started. It's not going to. It'll take a month to siphon that much water out. There'll be so. How do you do it? A pump. Oh, you never used a pump? No. You had a pool as a kid. I used that one pump that I got from that adult store. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> no. no, no. A sump pump. Oh, okay. And the thing, I mean, it goes out rapidly. Oh, it does. Yeah. And then, like, and then when you when you unplug it, it will continue to siphon out much slower, but it still comes out. And then has, you plug it back in, because it has the suction already yes, going. Correct. And then when you have to refill that pool, now are you dreading your water bill? It is what it is. I've done it before. <laughs> what am I going to do? Okay. Add it to the list of other bills we have. But here's what I have: a crystal clear pool. Yeah, now. that's good. So I'm not too concerned about so that. So what caused the mustard algae? Like, how do you know you're not going to get it again? I don't know that I won't. I don't know. I know something in the air. I've never had this before, and I've never had a problem with this particular pool. I never even heard of that. I Me mean, neither, until this year. I never heard of it either. So it said it basically said what the uh, the algae does. I would be throwing chlorine in, and it basically just swallows it up. <laughs> like, the algae just eating the chlorine? Like, what the hell? Yeah. And then you do a reading, no chlorine in your pool. No chlorine. You would That's get a reading. Amazing. I would literally put it in and then take a reading an hour later. No, it's like there. I didn't do anything. Weird. Very I, strange. I'd love for science to take a uh, chlorine tablet and pour mustard algae on it. See, and see it what happens. It. See if it eats it right up. You end up with grimace. <laughs> just, big, yeah, just giant mustard. <laughs> By thing. the way, I'm out on the chlorine tablets.
How do you, what are you? If it didn't work. What do you use instead? What's your other powder. option? Oh, Chlorine okay. powder. Granules. And you just. Oh, granules. And yeah. they absorb into the water. Yeah, I like that better. I feel like granules. it works. I don't know. I just feel like it works better. Or the, or the uh, chlor- liquid chlorine. With the tablets, you have to put it in that thing that floats in the pool, Yeah, right? and it gets yeah. sucked into the skimmer box. <laughs> and I know some, like, big pools, they use, like, but it's dangerous, obviously, chlorine gas. But Ooh, if that Chlorine leaks, gas? Yeah, but if that leaks. <laughs> you no, know, I'm out on that. Yeah. I'm good. But I'm, I know big pools do that. Yeah, no, I'll pass on the chlorine gas. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence for Talking Golf. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Good times, 557. We got Boomer and Geo standing by on this very busy Thursday. What else, Al? So uh, this is an international story, Jerry. This is uh, in Thailand. There's, I guess, Burger King has uh, stores in Thailand. Yeah. And they've uh, come up with a new product, a new sandwich called the Real Cheeseburger. It's uh, no meat, 20 slices of cheese. cheese. Yeah. Just piled on top a of each cheese. Other. Literally a cheeseburger, Jerry. Minus the burger, of course. So it's grilled cheese. Hmm. With a burger bun. <laughs> How much does that cost? $19? No, it was actually very reasonably uh, priced because this is Burger King. Yeah, okay. They keep their prices real. Yeah, it is a grilled cheese, Jerry. That's, that's all not it a is. big deal. No, that's all. Uh, not a bad idea, by the way. Yeah. I like the gorilla cheese. I got that once out of the truck. A gorilla cheese truck? Yes. Yeah, you know what? Cheese. We used to have to f- battle the food trucks in New York City. They've, they've relocated. They you know why? All the businesses went out of business. All right. And they people to... don't come to work anymore. Yeah, we would see Gorilla Cheese, yeah. Korean Barbecue. Yeah. Oh, did you see Major League Baseball starting their season in South Korea next year? Uh, I did not see. Dodgers Padres. In South Korea. South Korea. Seoul, South Korea. That's March the good Korea? 20... Yes. March, uh, March 20th and 21st. Kind of like when the uh, Mets played the Cubs. In wherever it was, Japan, Japan, is that I where think, it was. Yeah. Um, it's really going to start late March. The baseball season will start very early. There is no way the baseball players want to go to South Korea. Probably not. They probably have the same question I have. They probably went into their manager and was like, "Is that the good career or the bad career? Can I take my vacation days?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can I, I might start off the season on the IL. <laughs> I'm not going to any international countries. Right, you'll be in spring training the day before the trip. Pull up lame with your quad. Yeah. I'll go to London because I feel like I have an idea of what goes on over there. Well, you can go watch the Mets and Phillies in London next year. They're going to London? We're Do going you pay to Korea? attention? Yes, Sports? absolutely. Yes. And yeah, then you've got attention. another. Then you've also got uh, a couple of games in Mexico City and Santo Domingo. Where's that? Dominican Republic. Oh. Man. Which the State Department issued a, war- a travel warning. A few weeks ago. I remember you saying. About the Dominican Republic. They better get that cleared up before baseball goes over. Yeah. There. You're not kidding. Be very careful. A lot of burglaries and assaults. Yeah. I'm not going to any country other than our own that has burglaries and assaults. Yeah. Because we would. have plenty. Yeah, it's enough. We have plenty here in New York I City. I happen to agree. But yes, that was... WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.